Hello everyone and welcome to a special chapter number seven. As you know, we don't name these beforehand, unlike the original chapters. Now, if I sound weird, it's because for the first time, no, actually, for the second time in the special chapter era, uh, I'm doing this live with a person sitting right in front of me. Uh, that person is Muhammad. You're asking who is Muhammad? Well, he's the guy who directed me very recently in the play reading, had the privilege of directing me, and uh, had the privilege of using me as an assistant director a while ago, like a year ago. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's also a great friend. Uh, he studies cinema. No. <laughs> oh, what do you study? It's actually directing theater, but... Oh my fucking God. Let's not get into it. Okay. So, as I said, here is Muhammad. Hey, okay. thank you. You're very welcome. Now, before we get on to it, uh, first of all, just know this is unedited. Anything you say will go in there and will be used against you in a court of law. <laughs> before we even get to there, though, um, can I ask, what are you having for a drink? Because as you know, and I know you know because you showed up with it, you are supposed to have drinks on this show. Yeah, so for the listeners at home and maybe viewers who watch this on YouTube, I bought four bottles of different drinks. The one mm -hmm. I'm having right now is spar Sparkling Ice Classic Lemonade, which is basically lemonade, so it's not anything special. It's carbonated. It is also zero sugar and calories, so that's good. Yes, uh, I am having a non-carbonated drink. Ooh. Uh, it's one of the another ones that Muhammad brought. It's a sugar-free herbal drink, rose and saffron, sweetened with stevia. By the way, did you read the news on aspartam? Or no. Aspartam. It's uh, now officially a carcinogen. <laughs> Which you know what that means, right? Yes. No more fucking Coke Zero. Now I know that might not sound like a big deal to a lot of people, but I didn't drink Coke Zero. Because it was healthier. I drank it because it tasted better. <laughs> I know I can't have Coke Zero anymore. What is life? Without Coke Zero? Yeah. I don't know. Miserable. Baby don't hurt me. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, so we start with a little bit of a story of how we met. I don't know if you remember it or not. Oh, the exact I first day. Clearly. We were at, um, what was at the time called, have you talked about it? Fantasy what? readings? Oh, it wasn't Academy that. Fantasy. No, it was. No, no, it wasn't that. It was. The first time we met actually was in uh, the top cafe in Parque Honamanda. Yeah, but before going there, so what happened? Uh, as you probably know, we were all working uh, in a website called Paradise Game. They don't know that. Oh, they I don't know. know. So we were work working <laughs> in a website called Paradise Game. It was about games and movies and stuff. Ali was one of the editors. I was two. And the person who kind of gathered us, uh, <laughs> a man who goes by the name of Kastro Karimias. KKK. No, KKA. 
KKK. KKK. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, we what met at the Fantasy Academy. I can't remember what the subject was, but it was right after the day of the 2017 Oscars because one of the first topics we actually started talking about that day was how La La Land got robbed and Moonlight yeah. won. Yeah. I still haven't watched Moonlight, by the way, because you oh, were I right. have. That's I not a have. good movie. I don't, I don't like Moonlight. Uh, not because of racism and stuff like that. I just don't think it's a good movie. You know, who were the others there? There was... Uh, there was Payman. I know Payman was Payman there. Payman was there. Castro was there, obviously. Sonas was there. Do you remember Sonas? At the time, she was Castro's kind of muse. Not her girlfriend, but he was trying to sleep with her. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, I can I you... say a funny story right now yeah, about yeah, them? Yeah. So Castro had took her to her home, and he wanted to sleep with her, but she absolutely blew his mind by how much she talked constantly for five hours. She was like, she's. He was like, she started talking at around eleven and didn't stop until five. Yeah, she was there too. Oh, so was I mean, Mohammed Deva. Oh, yeah, Mohammed yeah. De- Deva. That Deva I Seder. think I remember. And there were a couple more people. Was Arash there? Not, I don't think Arash was no, there. No, not the uh, Mabo kind, the other kind, Peikari kind. Arash Peikari? Uh, I don't think he was there. No. I don't know. Anyways, we met there, I think. That, that's a f- I, we may have been in the fantasy meetings before i don't remember that i remember the cafe pretty well we sat there we talked he took out his phone and his laptop and he showed me both his favorite games of all time which at the top was skyrim and fallout new vegas yes and for the games (laughs) and for the movies it was just like then good bad the bad and the ugly ugly. godfather part one and Brazil. brazil yes those haven't changed. Uh, oh, by the way, speaking of games, uh, I'm playing Alpha Protocol, I think I told you. It so far hasn't wowed me. It's not bad, but it's not good either. Sounds like it's a novelty game. Like, I played it back when it was published. I 2010? Yeah, two. Jesus. And it was, and still is one of the few spy fiction rpgs out there and that's why it has a lot of fans too so like um one of the uh, this is really funny one of the marketing lines for that game was you can be three jbs james bond jack bauer or jason bourne so they basically had each of them had a approach to their espionage and um take inspiration from those here's a problem i have though like it's supposed to be that uh and we're gonna get back on t- i mean this is the podcast we're gonna talk about anything we want yes including alpha protocol here's the problem i have like you do a mission like i did a mission completely stealth did it perfectly not perfect perfectly but you know the last scene i wasn't seen almost flawless almost flawless but at the end of it i was still supposed to defend the calm and like my character's specialty is pistols and stealth. 
when you throw in a wave of enemies at me, it's I'm not gonna have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. I I uh, I had a shotgun with me, thankfully. So, but like I escaped with like ten percent of my health left, and so it's like, well, if that was gonna happen, why the fuck did I went in stealth? Honestly, yeah, there are flaws in both mission design. There are a lot of bugs. Oh yeah, and the co- the controls yeah. isn't really good. Uh, I constantly uh, face the other way that I'm t- trying to punch. And in general, I mean, I understand the scarcity problem. You know, there isn't any spy RPG game, but that means there should be more spy RPG game. Not that we should settle for something that isn't mediocre. I know. Yeah, the problem I also had with. Uh, Gangster games. We don't have a lot of those. I think the problem is... Okay, this is getting too specific. I think the problem is that there is not enough interest in those kind of games. Yeah, uh, Like... But there is interest for FIFA. Fuck there FIFA. is a lot of interest for FIFA. I'm sorry about that. It's the world's most recognizable sport and famous. Oh my god. Um, but Set yeah, block. I think I think Obsidian today with the budget that Microsoft gives them could do a really good spy fiction game. I don't know if they will because first of all, the rights for Alpha Protocol is actually in the hands of Sega, and oh I don't God. think they're gonna touch that. Idea. No, no. I mean, to be honest, I know it's brand recognition and stuff like that. Alpha Protocol story isn't that integral. They can make another spy fiction. Yeah, they don't they need can. The, it doesn't need I mean, to I be. I mean, IO, for those of you who don't know, IO is actually, they're actually the dev- developers behind Hitman. Hitman. They're making a James Bond game. Oh, yeah. So that might be good. That might be what you want. Also, the new hit game, Hitman games are really good. Yeah. I highly recommend them. I will play them at some point in you my life. You have to life. buy them, though. Why? Because they're always online. <laughs> there is always a way to crack them. I want just a few missions. I don't care about the online I'll, shit. I'll let you have my PlayStation play for a while. Oh, nice. I also have a TV right now. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, that was how I went. <laughs> so, yeah, as you probably uh, might have guessed, Mama is much more of a gamer than I am. I am, I'm a PC gamer. I'm a uh, PC I'm king. My head. I'm He's shaking a, my head in disappointment. Yeah. He's a console peasant. But, and Muhammad likes Dark Souls. I really don't like Dark Souls. Muhammad has a little bad taste. Uh, Let's not even get into that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of like, projects and games and movies one of the things that i think uh i was writing for paddy's game i was writing in the movie session i didn't even write a game review mama did write a few game reviews i i remember one of them i think did you write for i don't remember it came out in 2016 though what games did you write for paddy's okay so i have two very controversial reviews I had. I mean, the website is down. So yeah, the website. You can is actually access it on um, Time Back Machine. 
I know the Wayback Machine. Wayback Machine, sorry. <laughs> but, but yeah, then the scientists did. I mean, I have my uh, stuff. Like I don't care. I do have the collection, collection. archive. Yeah. yeah, I have my own archive. But yeah, it's kind of sad. Like I don't have the archive of the forum that I used to like. One of the first experiences I had with online forums what was, was on Paddy's game for the Skyrim forum. Oh, yeah. that's cute. <laughs> yeah. Before I became a contributor, uh, I was a consumer. <laughs> yeah, as I was saying, so there were two reviews that got a ton of comments. Most of them negative. Of course. I still stand by those reviews because since then... Both of the ga- those games I have replayed, and both of them are shit. One of them is Prey, 2017, which people oh. absolutely adore. <laughs> and okay. I'm here to say you, tell you how wrong you are and how much that game fucking sucks. And I, w- I, w- I will die on that hill. Okay. And the other was we Detroit hill to becoming... Die <laughs> the other was Detroit Become Human. Oh, that one I'm with you. That game sucks. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know which one of those reviews you meant. I think it was Detroit. It was Detroit. Yeah, probably. Uh, because I remember thinking, oh yeah, the David Cage game. Because at the time, I don't know if you remember or not, Paymon had written a review for Indigo Prophecy. That was a little way back, but yeah, it was like... So he wrote it in 2016. I distinctly remember yeah. that... I was actually thinking about Fahrenheit or Indigo Prophecy or whatever. That game had a really good beginning. <laughs> it's I... such a shame that it ended that way. I mean, the endings of that game are a mess. Uh, the problem is that, and I stand by it, Indigo Prophecy is barely a game. Uh, at some point. Like it's the the frustration doesn't the flashback is frustrating as fuck I hate that flashback. Yeah, the flashbacks aren't really fun to play, especially considering it's not a stealth game and it yeah. tries to be stealthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. There is a motorcycle outside. Can I cuss? Yes, yes, yes. Fuck off. Yes. Oh, fuck off. Fuck off. He offed his last fuck. Spoilers for the <laughs> succession. Did you see? No, not yet. <laughs> okay, here's the <laughs> thing. I need to explain it. Um, I started watching Succession after the first season was over. At that time, Mohammed knew about Succession but hadn't seen it. Then came the second season. I didn't watch it weekly. I waited for the season to be fully over and then I watched it. I still don't think second season. I still think second season is the uh, weakest season in my opinion. I don't like it as much as the first, third, or fourth. Um, at that time, Muhammad had started watching the first season, I think, right? No, no, I started way later. I started a couple months ago. Oh! Prob- so, you're probably mixing me up with someone else. Yeah, uh, I don't know who started watching. Okay, so we, then came the third season. You were, st- you were watching that, though. No, I wasn't. I was I, talking to you about it. Yeah, you, you... So... I'm a funny guy, why? Because I don't mind spoilers, so you can talk to me about whatever movie or uh, TV show or whatever you want, and I'm like, yeah, okay, <laughs> I guess. Like, he spoiled the fact that Kendall 
kind of kill someone, but they're like, I was like, who's Kendall Roy? <laughs> okay, so spoiling things aside, uh, then came the fourth season. I know you were watching the fourth season weekly yeah, with I me. Yeah, I was, I was. Uh, until the last two episodes. That's three. <laughs> last three episodes. Yeah. Like, uh, you watched Ted last. Like, I know you were watching Ted Lasso weekly as well because we were discussing that. Yeah, Ted Lasso was mostly because it was a bit lighter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ted Lasso is a much lighter than yeah. a succession. I, at some point, uh, it was exactly right before my exams and when we started um, rehearsals for the uncle one yeah uncle vanya and i i had so much pressure on me and i just couldn't handle handle the roy family at that point yeah you only could handle the coach lasso yeah and it wasn't good (laughs) oh my fuck you fuck okay this is uh, one of the uh, head buttings we're gonna have I actually like the ending to Ted Lasso I think it was an appropriate ending Ted should have went back I don't like the fact that I tried to uh, get him back with his ex-wife uh, but aside from that I think it was an adequate ending to the show Muhammad hates it I don't hate it I just think it was really shoehorned in. I don't think like, it was suddenly at the end of the episode before last Ted's like you know, I have to just go. I, I can't do a Kansas accent, sorry. You know, I just have to go home. Yet he tries. <laughs> I had to. And. I mean, it wasn't the last episode. That's the thing. They were hinting at it from the very beginning of the season when he saw Henry, his son. Like, yeah. constantly, like, his mom came and he was like, Why aren't you back home? Your son misses you. Like, they were hinting at it pretty obviously. I think it wasn't the main theme of this season though. This season was problem this is the biggest problem I have with Ted Lasso season three is that it was really, really fucking scattered. Like they're both trying to do a fairy tale story about the team. Yeah. And there was also that um, homosexual arc with I, Colin I Hughes. Colin Hughes. There was there I, was a lot I, going on. I like that, by the way. I like Trent. Trent Prim. Trent Prim in the independent. Um, Trent the independent. I, I feel like they were trying to do too much and they bloated the episodes. I really liked the shorter run times of the previous season. Oh yeah, this one. This season was long, but they were trying to. I there are stuff I have issues with. Like I don't like the fact that Rebecca's love interest was introduced like a couple of episodes ago yeah uh, i don't i don't like what they did with nick yeah nate, nate. nick muhammad yeah nick muhammad plays nate shelley i really like okay uh we have a mutual friend like he was she was in the play reading with us um and she was watching ted lasso at the same time as well and i have a channel and a post screenshots on it at the beginning of the last episode like at the end of i didn't remember the exact episode but at the end of last episode nate uh, had gone out with uh, anthony head rupert rupert murdoch not rupert murdoch 
So who is Rupert Murdoch? Rupert Murdoch is the guy who owns News Corporation. Oh, okay, who owns, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is who Logan Roy is based on. Jesus, this is getting complicated. <laughs> it's uh, Rupert Mannion. Mannion. I mean, it's essentially the same person. So. It's not the same person. It's not based on Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. I think it's based on, like, I'm sure it's a football thing. Uh, it can be based on a lot of people, but could let's it be not get into Berlusconi? <laughs> Berlusconi at least cared about his teams, <laughs> no matter how much of a shit motherfucker he was. But yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I don't know anything about football. So uh, throughout the season, one of the things where I was asking Mohammed and uh, the friend Mubina, who are these people and who are they referencing? Like, okay, I'm going to tell this and then go back and tell that. Anyways, uh, at the end, beginning of the next episode, they said that Nate isn't working with uh, West Ham anymore. anymore. Yeah. I was like, okay, did we miss an episode in between them? What happened? Like the transformation for Nate from uh, bad guy, bad to, guy to good guy was so sudden. I like the Lemis story of Coach Beard, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yes, her story is very much similar to Lemis' arms. <laughs> But anyways, uh, the thing is that I don't know anything about football this uh, season. Like, they have a character called Zava. Yeah. And uh, before asking, I was sure he was based on, like, Ronaldo or Messi. Because those are the two players I know. <laughs> but when I posted, I was, is this based on anyone? Everyone here uh, yeah, that's Zalata. Zalata. <laughs> I'm like, a buy his... He has a really good book for those of you who don't know. I am Zlatan. It's a really funny, ha- warm, heartfelt book. I will buy you if I find it. <laughs> it's a really, really good read. I enjoyed reading it. Well, you like football. I don't. No, it's really funny. I mean, so Zlatan is um, son a son of a douchebag. He's a, he is a douchebag. I'm not gonna deny that. But he's the son of a immigrant parents who came from, I don't know, Slovakia or somewhere like that. I mean, it's Abramovich. Yeah, Abramovich. So it's Eastern Bloc. Probably. Yeah, he, they were from the Eastern Bloc. Like they had no money, and he used to actually um, steal bicycles from the street and sell them for money. Oh it's, my God! It's How really Italian new realism of them. It's really good. It's a really good book. Um, then, I mean, the extent of my lack of knowledge is probably most famous when I took a screenshot of Pep Guardia and showed it to you and said, Who is this? He's only the most famous coach in sports. Yeah. Pep Guardia. It's Guardiola. Fuck. Yeah. Why, why can't I remember that name? It's okay. Who's LaGuardia then? I don't know. Oh, fuck. You know who is LaGuardia? LaGuardia was the mayor of New York and is the name of an airport. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think he was before... Was he before Giuliani? Let me... I mean, this is important stuff. People are... No, the actual LaGuardia. Uh, who is it? Okay, so... Uh, you, oh, my... No, no, no. Fiorello oh. Laguardia. He was in September t- 1948. I don't think he was before... 
Rudy Giuliani, unless Rudy Giuliani has been mayor for seven years. Yeah. Fun fact I learned a couple of days ago about USA. There are 30 towns in USA called Springfield. Ah. That's really odd. Most of them are. Okay, what estate are the Simpsons in? I think Simpsons were in misery, but I'm not so sure. Um, Springfield County. Okay, not this. I was supposed to be in. Uh, it's somewhere in the mid west as far as I know or mid east oh uh, so family guy is in oh yeah, yeah Rhode Island yeah yeah family guy is in Rhode Island um, South Park is in oh my god what is that South Park in Illinois don't know because Troy, uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone are both from Illinois. Colorado. Oh, Colorado, sorry. Yeah, South Park, Colorado. I think Springfield. I always think it's Springfield, Ohio, but I don't think it is Ohio. I thought it was Missouri. Uh, it's not where I mean, it's supposed to be like apparently Oregon or Massachusetts is based on locations there. Two completely different quotes of America. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, this was fictional places. <laughs> so, yeah, Ted Lasso, we were watching at the same time. You didn't, did you watch Only Murders Weekly as well? Yeah, at your behest, uh, you were like, yeah. please watch it weekly, please watch it. And I was like, okay, I'll watch it. Yeah. That's, I like, I love that show. Like, that's a show I thought I was going to hate. I was seriously thinking, oh, I'm going to hate this. Because I love Steve Martin. I like Martin Short. But I thought, oh, this is going to be one of those shows where they, like, acting goofy and stuff like that. I don't know, like, have you seen Matt LeBlanc's Man with a Plan? No, I saw episodes and I didn't like it. Episode was a masterpiece compared to Man with a Plan. Yeah. Man with a Plan is a sitcom. Single camera sitcom with a laugh track. Kill me now. In, I think, 2019. Yeah. It's laugh tracks, I don't know who invented them, but they're one of the people that will be killed by me when I'm the president. I mean, it, they, were, they were used in 1950s, so they're probably dead now. I will kill them again. <laughs> Take them from their grave. Shoves laugh track off there. Yeah. Well, you know, it's actually interesting. You know, um, the idea behind them is that there are actually people in the studio laughing. Yeah, I know. And at the beginning, apparently, it really was that people in the studio were laughing, and uh, then the audience came. Then I no 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 the audience. Yeah. They, they were laughing like at the originally it was recorded live but at some point it became a canned thing like you could add it anywhere i mean even woody I mean, allen made fun of it them it's contagious laughter like it, yeah. it is a famous phenomenon probably a lot of people have seen that ross geller without the laugh track uh, oh, yeah. video on youtube 
and it, he and sounds like a psychopath. psychopath. Yeah. So it is a thing they use. So uh, it, it's it's like it's the punchline, like it's telling you a joke has happened. Please this laugh. W- please laugh. Um, oh my god! This exact same phenomenon actually happens in wrestling too. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get to wrestling. Really? Yeah. Okay. I have had an idea. Haven't you watched the Super Eye Patch Wolf video yet? I haven't. Okay. But uh, I'm going to talk about because it's one of the things we've talked about before. But yeah, uh, the thing is that you please laugh. I always remember that moment in Jeb Bush's speech. Please clap. <laughs> that is so pathetic. Eh. Poor guy. He, he tried his best. He didn't. I guess <laughs> not. I mean, probably he did. That's kind of mean of me to say, no, he didn't. He probably did. He wasn't just a slimy fucking asshole like Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> anyways, not to get it political or anything, yes. as if my politics are not very well known at this point. Um, you know, at the first season of this show, I had an episode called Politics, where I talk about how much I hate politics. You still do. I still do hate them, but I'm not avoiding them. Back then I used to avoid them. I was like, I'm not going to talk about politics. No, you can't not talk about it. Um, yeah, I guess. Especially I when some of the, like the seven or eight hottest days in the last 100,000 years of Earth have happened in the last fucking week. True. True. Like global warming is real, people. That... I'm not gonna add anything. <laughs> like I don't have anything to add. You can to agree with me. Huh? You can agree with me. I do agree with oh, yeah. you. Okay, there is a joke about one. like he asked. Uh, we were doing an episode on South Park, and I mean, there's a love South Park. He asked me my other podcast, by the way. If you haven't gone, check it out. I mean, there's a love South Park, and we were having two guests who also loved South Park, and I was saying that South Park dropped the ball pretty bad when it came to global warming and for a sweet minute there all three of them became climate deniers to defend South Park and I still find this incredibly funny I still tell Amir I say I can't still fucking believe that for a second all three of you decided global warming isn't real so that South Park didn't do anything wrong I mean maybe it's not on the agenda of Trey Parker and Matt Stone, though I highly doubt it. I mean, he, uh, they are, uh, I know the politics are probably libertarian and contrarian, and, like they're trying to be contrarian and they are libertarians. Yeah. And the problem with that is uh, a lot of things they sort of assume as common sense, and they're really not common sense. Like they, uh, like libertarians are a bunch of idiots. First of all, I really don't like libertarian. Basically, if you read, if your life philosophy is based on fucking Atlas Shrugged, you're an idiot. Um, Have you read Atlas Shrugged? Is, no, I haven't. Why did he shrug? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You've played Bioshock though, right? Yeah, I've played Bioshock. That I've is always inc- wanted to uh, read Ayn Rand's books I just why because they're important it's like French cinema if something is important you have to watch it read it play it but 
we have a finite amount of time on Earth, and Atlas Shrugged is not a good book. I mean, the politics in it are... You know, I think you know... Yeah, I know the uh, what happens and the themes surrounding this story. Yeah, it's a uber-capitalist capi- uh, book where a bunch of rich people just leave everyone else it is Bioshock. Like, it's literally Bioshock is based on Atlas Shrugged and the stupidity of Atlas Shrugged. Yeah. Uh, but and Bioshock is one of... Uh, something funny. I replayed Bioshock around a week and a half, two weeks ago. I played it the first two levels. I kind of had to stop, but the game still holds up. It's a really fantastic I mean... Game. It's one of my top ten, I Oh, nice. I, I mean, to be say. honest, there is a thing. Of, I like Bioshock's graphics. I like the aesthetics. I fucking love it. And I think it's a good case to be made over... I think stylized graphics are always better than realistic graphics. Always. Because realistic, at some point, will age. A stylistic doesn't. Um, It's a hard argument to have. But, like, even games that have realistic graphics do kind of have a style too if i wanted to say something i mean i don't think uncharted and last of us no they do they have aged well i mean i know they have aged well because of the gameplay and story but i think like like nobody looked i've to be honest i haven't played last of us i've just seen let's plays of it because it's a fucking console exclusive it was oh yeah it's on pc right I might play it, see all what the fuss is all about. I mean, I know the story pretty <laughs> well. I, there is not going to be lots of... And I don't think the gameplay is that engaging. Uh, I did, It didn't grab me as like, oh, I want to play this. I don't know. It, it's the perf- sweet spot for me between survival gameplay and linear action gameplay like i don't like minecraft because it leads too much on survival yeah i know i'm a very controversial person (laughs) um i like the fact that the last of us maintains that balance between having a cinematic action story and then having some survival elements like crafting and stuff like can i say something i haven't watched the show yet but i know the story of the show i know it's pretty much basically the same thing yeah and I'm going to tell you that it is kind of alarming that you can tell the story of the show exactly like the game and it still works as a show. It doesn't make me that uh, excited in the game. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, so it's that. I do think those games are narrative driven in the first place. I know, but like, so what is the... Okay, uh, well, I know I'm in the minority in this. I like stories like... Uh, I don't like playing like a Mario game because I'm like, okay, what's the story? Yeah, I get that. But um, they're fun to play, though. Yeah, I know, I know. That's the thing. Uh, like Ami always tells me, Ami always tells me the co-host stuff. Yes, that I'm not a gamer because you don't play games for the sake of games. You play them to watch a cool story or learn a cool story. And I'm like, yeah, that's I agree. But the problem is that even that has a threshold. I hate. Uh, Telltale games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rest in, not rest in peace, rest in unpeace. Rest in fucking misery. Uh, I hated them. There are good 
games there. It's not games. It's experience. It's a visual novel. It's a glorified visual novel. But I like and visual novels. <laughs> I, I like them too, but I hate to uh, delude myself into it being a game. The thing about visual novels is that most of them are incredibly simplistic. And because of that, they have a lot of meaningful choices. You can effectively change everything because at the end of the day, all you change is a text. Yeah, but okay, think of this from this point of view that remember those choose your own adventure books? Yeah. So this is basically the visual um, audio version of them because Here's you the problem. can't do that in cinema. Uh, I don't know. Have you replayed, like when you played The Wolf Among Us? I do want to replay that again, but the thing that I replayed That's the thing. very recently, not very recently, but like around a year or two ago, was Tales from the Borderlands. Okay, uh, here's the problem I have though. For example, Wolf Among Us. I played it, I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm gonna replay it, and I'm gonna play a different character. Then, at the, like, 10 minutes in, I realized, oh, that's not fucking possible. The game will do whatever it wants, regardless of what I say or how I act. Like, even I went into a, you know, they have a blank uh, expression, like, they have a blank one where your character doesn't say anything. I did a playthrough where I did all of that, like, all that, but still, the character was the same. He still spoke at integral moment. I was, I was like, okay, this is a glorified. Uh, this there is no choice here. It's the illusion of choice, and it's the worst kind of it. I know there is absolute choice in games, is in fantasy, but you need to hide the illusion better. I agree with that. On the other hand, uh, there was this conversation I had many, many moons ago with some other people about whether they would change their choices on the second playthrough so it was around mass effect the legendary edition came oh. out and i was talking with them and i asked them you know when you're replaying these games do you choose a different shepherd do you choose a different romance not just for the sake of you know mm experiencing something else but rather do you want to do you want to and most of them were like no we do exactly the same thing i think this is one of those places where replaying or re-watching something gives you that comfort of knowing it beforehand you know what i mean i can understand but here's a problem i like, have the difference between mass effect and the wolf among us mass effect is an actual game with gameplay elements yeah no uh, the wolf among us is the easiest shit to program to do differently what i'm trying to get is even if wolf among us doesn't give you that many choices that do matter i would still play that game again because i really like this story i mean have you read fables by the way Again, never had the opportunity. <laughs> it, it, I can actually give it to you. Really? I don't have a physical copy. I have it on my... Well, I do have a USB. Great. Flash. Remind me that. Remind me to do that. By the way, did you see the Hellboy there? Volume 1. you showed me before. Did my you buy it? 
Yeah. From Dubai. Yeah. Yeah, you've shown me. Yeah, that is. Under the thing that went into my pants leg. To put a Oh. The out of Fallout 4. Okay, let me tell you this and then we'll do the five questions and then we go back and we talk about wrestling. We were walking uh, in the street in Angalab. Me and Muhammad were walking. We were trying to find the Uncle Wanya book because I, we thought it would look better if we didn't think. I thought and Muhammad still to this day I think don't think so. That it would be look it would look better if everyone had the book uh, instead of like reading off the phones or of printed paper. versions. So, but the problem was the version that we chose, which was translated by Hushang Pinaza, was out of print. So we had to literally go book uh, store by store, yeah, yeah, bookstore by bookstore, trying to say, do you have this? We did find it though, like we were at a place and they have free. Uh, we went to another place, they had two, and like pretty soon we had what we needed. But we were waiting for for a car to come and pick us up. And we no, were... it was exactly at the last store, I think. No, it wasn't the last it store. Wasn't. No, it was we... next to the last no, store. It was next to the last store because there was a book there, The Art of God, God of, of War. War. <laughs> and I was like, oh, let's go in and ask. Because Mama said, I do think I want that. And I said, let's go in and ask. We went in. He didn't ask. I saw the art of Fallout 4. I asked, and the guy said it's this much, but it's like 10% off. And I was like, should I buy it? Mama said, buy it. And I bought it. And to this day, I still look at it and I think to myself, I don't even like fucking Fallout 4. What's there not to like about that game? Oh, a lot not to like about that game. I went from Fallout New Vegas, one of the best games I've ever played, one of my favorite games of all time, to Fallout 4, a story... It's so stupid, it's funny. Like, okay, my my top five games, for those of you who don't know, are Fallout New Vegas, Skyrim, uh, Vampire the Masquerade, Bloodlines, the movies, and Age of Mythology. Yeah. And so, like, I went from, like, I'm putting Age of Mythology to say that uh, I understand linear games, like the games where you have a story to play, but the thing about Age of Mythology is it's strategy. It's not an RPG with, quote-unquote, branching paths. That's a fun thing about New Vegas. Like, you did follower missions and they ended up showing up at the last fight yeah yeah yeah. there is nothing like that in fall like the nearest thing you can you get to fuck piper you don't even get to fuck her yeah you do uh well don't quote me on it but there isn't much romance going on in fallout 4 I mean, at least it's very timid like it's i mean like you get to fuck her very saucy the, the uh, screen the goes screen black. black. Okay. And then I didn't experience that. I did. My girl. I was simp. Piper is good, but my girl of choice would have been Kate. Who's Kate? Uh, so the robot the slave. in the railroad. No, 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 no. Okay. The slave. So, so you go to a 
fighting cage area or something oh, I didn't and go then there. you free her I yeah she's that. an addict oh and uh, she's irish for some reason I, are you like i can fix that <laughs> you can't do she's gonna break your heart yeah i know anyways in this show we have a little thing we're gonna ask five questions from a random question generator yeah so i have the random question generator here i do hope they're not hot. oh what an unpopular opinion you have if i had to say my most unpopular opinion ever is that gta v is an overrated mess oh I, yeah that's an unpopular opinion i do not like the story in gta v i think franklin is a horrid written character the black guy yeah racist uh, okay i had to clarify if you didn't know i think um trevor is an absolute dipshit and uh i mean he he's written as a dipshit he's written as a dipshit but his dipshittery isn't doesn't have enough depth to it you know it's all for the sake of look i'm a crazy motherfucker that can do anything mm. you know yeah i feel like there's no depth to him to his insanity in contrast to i don't know i can't remember a protagonist nico nico yeah let's I like, go bowling I, in contrast to gta v i like gta 4 a lot more i do hope rockstar goes but the more serious <laughs> story for the I mean, six I hope game. Rockstar does stuff and doesn't sit on the fucking casino that they built. But, yeah, I know. Red Dead Redemption 2 showed that even if the gameplay is lacking, they can do a really good story. So I'm hopeful for the I next mean, GTA. Especially because you have to remember. Red Dead Redemption 2 came out how many years ago? Five. They didn't come out in 2016. It was 2018. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was before the casino. No, it was no, during the no, casino. No, it was before the casino. No, it was during casino the casino. was 2019, I think. Well, you know, the development. Uh, first of all, I'm just saying that, first of all, fuck T. T, T uh, take two. Take two. Strozilnik, go fuck yourself. Did you know they tried to fucking copyright Take Two? Yeah, 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 I remember that. They were trying it to take takes two. two. It's a fucking uh, Louis Armstrong song, assholes. It takes two to tango. tango. Yeah, um... So Anyways. Yeah, I think that was... What's an unpopular opinion that I have? There are many. I can't go with... I, I fucking hate Nirvana. I can go I with... I think the most controversial... That I have would probably be about Nolan. Yeah, I hate uh, Nolan Dark Knight trilogy. I think they are overrated. I think they do not do a good job depicting Batman, and I feel like the realism there has ruined the story. I don't agree with that, but I'm not gonna discuss it because we have had those discussions yeah, at length. a lot. <laughs> Anyways. Next question. Pirates or ninjas? What the fuck? Oh, that's easy. Ninjas. Fuck you, pirates. Ninjas. <laughs> pirates. Ninjas are so much cooler. They have shurikens, dude. Pirates. They have katana. Do you know what katana means? <laughs> it means Japanese. Japanese sword. Wait, do, they don't have katanas? Some of them do. 
Samurais have katanas. Uh, some of the ninjas have, do have katanas. I don't. Okay. They're some gonna, ninjas, not all of them, don't quote do me on it. Do ninjas have katanas? The ninja also uses katanas. Okay. No, they See, have. they do use it. It's not their only weapon, but definitely ninjas. Okay. I mean, how many ninja games have we had, and how many pirate games have you had? The uh, only pirate games that come to mind that are good are like Sid Meier's Pirates and. Oh yeah, Sid Meier's Pirates is great. Black though. Flag. Black Flag is that there is the. Uh, Meanwhile, we have so many great ninja games. I mean, yeah, of course you have a lot of great ninja games. Most of the games were made in Japan. True. Uh, Japanese people did not have pirates. They didn't. I think I China so. had. China, I know, had. There was a very famous Chinese woman who was a pirate. That's hot. She wasn't, apparently. But. <laughs> I imagine she didn't care about hygiene and that's yeah. <laughs> But anyways, like Blackbeard, dude, Blackbeard. No, I'm not saying pirates aren't cool. I'm just saying ninjas are cooler. Like, okay, we do have other pirates. Like, Sid Meier's Pirates is great, by the way. If you haven't played that, do definitely play that. I played it, do you remember? I think like a year ago, two years ago, I talked Probably. about it. I said I never had played it. Like I like Sid Meier's. I like I love Civilization. Civilization is also one of the games I really love. Five, not six. But six is just became too messy. I think too cartoony as well. Um, yeah, but, I guess I have to agree with that. Uh, the uh, pirate game was real, and it still holds up despite being very old. Like there was so much attention to details. Your character as you get older. Uh, can't swing his sword as fast so it was like oh it's such a small detail that's really well implemented. yeah so that's a great game and uh assassin's creed black flag not as great of a game no it's really good that yeah that's before assassin's creed better be assassin's creed. yeah before assassin's creed became microtransaction hell yeah i i mean i i had this what? argument and i Maybe I'll bring it up after the questions uh, that Assassin's Creed is the epitome of the perfect game. And that's why it's fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't... You have the same opinion as Donkey. Oh. From Shrek? Thinks, no. Oh. Uh, video game Donkey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what about the movies? Like we've had Pirates of the Caribbean obviously but... I mean, that's alone is not a. We have Roman Polanski's Pirates. I haven't seen it. I have. Is it good? Actually, it's not that bad, yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, you have had like a dozen Treasure Islands. There's also Treasure Island. There's oh also God, Treasure Island. Monkey Island on the game side. Yeah. yeah. Monkey Island. And there is that game, uh, Open Sea, no, the. Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. I, I never played that game. It never grabbed my attention, actually. So. Pirates are cool. Again, I'm not. How many denying. ninja movies? I mean, we do have a lot of we like. We have a lot of ninja movies. Like most of them Eastern are. Eastern Bloc. None of them are. Uh, not none of them. Most of them aren't that well. We have surf ninjas. <laughs> have you seen surf ninjas? No, I haven't. Okay, I need to. Tell I you. actually can't remember the last ninja movie I've seen. I can't either. I, the only movie that right now comes to mind was the Ninja Assassin movie, which was shit. 
This is Surf Ninjas. This looks like one of those movies they watch on Best of the Worst. Um, I mean, it has Rob Schneider and Leslie Nielsen in it, but here's the thing. Oh, no, it's Three Ninjas, sorry. Okay. We have another kind of movie called Three Ninjas. And it's kids being ninjas. But here's the thing. High Noon at Mega Mountain. Look who it is. Oh, I've, s I've seen... Um, I actually do a video on this, actually. You know who he is? Yeah, uh, that's Hulk Hogan. Yes, that's Hulk Hogan. We're going to talk about him when we talk about wrestling. Because okay. I really don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Who Bes likes Hulk Hogan? A lot of people apparently still do. I don't know why. I don't understand. Okay, so. What are you a natural at? Don't say sex. I wanted to say. <laughs> um, yeah, I was actually thinking about this uh, when I was taking a shower. Oh, and you realized, oh, this is the only thing no, I'm natural at. <laughs> and I think... There are a few things I'm na natural at. One of them is driving. Ah. I think I'm not a bad driver. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> Fuck you for bringing it up. I just hit, failed his driving test. By yeah, my first... Yesterday. Uh, um, yeah, fuck this shit. It's okay. It's okay. It will pass. I'm natural at that. I think I'm a natural when it comes to... Writing expanding on writings like i can tell you where you're going wrong and where you should do being an asshole thing, right? okay. yeah being an asshole <laughs> um i guess i'm a natural at i don't know i okay i won't i won't say i'm a natural at directing and making movies and shit but i want to be <laughs> i know i know because it's one of the few things that I do really enjoy in my life. I understand. I mean, what I'm natural at, I am going to say this. It's, it's going to sound very um, braggy, but it's something that I realized fairly recently. I always thought it was easy for everyone. Apparently, it's not. I'm a natural at writing. At what? Writing. Oh, I always thought everyone could write as easily as I do, but apparently, people can't. No, it takes them a long time to get ready to write. And I'm like, oh yeah, that this, this I wrote like in two days. And they're like, why? How? Like, I don't know, it's easy, you I sit think, and yeah, write. If you're more na natural at, again, expanding those ideas that you have. Yeah. Like creating those ideas. And but in socially, I think I am a natural at uh, empathy. Mm. Mm. That's mm. an important skill. Yeah. Anyways, what is one of the great values that guides your life? Oh Jesus, that's such a hard question. I know, it's the penultimate question. <laughs> oh my God, I love. Okay, let me tell you. While you're thinking, I'm gonna tell you this joke. It's Monty Python sketch, where Michelangelo is the original painter they commissioned to paint this uh, Last Supper. He doesn't do a good... There are problems with it, as I'm not going to tell the whole sketch, but there is a joke at the end, and I love it, because of the way Eric Idle says it. It's like, we can change the name. 
It can be the penultimate supper. <laughs> Because all of the problems with the last supper are gone. Gone. Because it's the penultimate, yeah. it's the one before. Um if I had to say it's not a value per se, but I would say the fact that I want to experience experience as much as I can mm-hmm. because I think life is quite limited as Ali said and it's finite yeah it is finite and it's finite there's there's so much out there let me do my pun yeah, do. finite at Freddy's yeah <laughs> uh, it is it is such a big world out there like so many places to visit so many people to meet so much to do that I think for me, that's one of the things that drives me, that guides my life. I just want to understand what everyone is doing and maybe even enjoy that. Mm. Yeah. Mine is much simpler. What? Always kind, never cruel. Yeah, I mean, that's a good life model. Yeah, I think it's from Doctor Who. Always kind, never. Oh yeah, always be kind. Never. No, no. Always be kind, never be cruel. It is Peter Capaldi's goodbye Voice speech. speech. Yes. <laughs> it's it's good. Yeah, always be kind, never be cruel. Yeah, I agree with that too. I tried that like very much. I I don't think I've been cruel to people. I might have been. I don't know. I know I've been unfair to some people, but I've tried. Oh, I know I've been cruel to some people. Oh my. You've seen it. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) What issue will you always speak your mind about? Oh my god, it's so hard. I know. Uh... Fairly recently for me, that has been uh, the... uh, I mean, there is no other way of putting it. Leftist issues. <laughs> SJW issues. Yeah. I I used to think that was an insult. But now you... Now I don't think that's... A, pride. I, I, don't, I am not a warrior, but there is a thing though. I used to think that was an insult, and I realize right now why I think that was an insult. It's because people like... Well, Jordan Peterson, you know that... Shithead MS. I'm gonna say his full fucking name. I guess I, I can guess who it is. It's Castle, he was Castle's friend, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. MS. Uh, MS, that asshole. You know, he was a Jordan uh, Peterson, like. Elitist. <laughs> no, he was, he was like, yeah, Jordan Peterson is completely right. They're trying to. I mean, at some point in my life, I was like that, too. So Yeah, I know. Um, You're like. You're like Ben Shapiro. Listen, everyone goes through a phase in life that that's like this person might be right. I think that's a problem with me. Like I always try to hear every side of the argument. That's a problem. I used to have that problem, but there is you have to realize at some point maybe 
the former KKK clan leader doesn't have a lot of good points to make. Yeah. You know who I mean, right? Yeah. David fucking Duke. Um, you know, it's kind of mind-blowing to me that the guy can come. He was the former Grand Wizard of the KKK and people listened to him. It doesn't surprise me, honestly. Like, in a world where, you know, everyone has social media, it means everyone has an audience. And yeah. they can easily I mean, this talk. probably hasn't doesn't have an audience. This even this does have an audience. Yeah, I'm sure. But anyway, what issue will I will I always speak my mind about? Um, the biggest struggles I've always had is about mental illness. I guess mm. so. But you I always speak your mind about it. Yeah. Like, if someone is suffering from some sort of dilemma or mental illness, I always try and help them. I think I interpreted that question that way. So, that's one of the things that is important to me. I think Mm. because everyone at some point in their life, especially in today's world, suffers from it one way or another. And my family has a really long ass history of mental illness um so i'm an advocate for that nice that's a good call thank you so that was the end of the question round now this dude (laughs) i really want to talk about wrestling (laughs) Yeah, I do want to talk about wrestling because one of the things I couldn't have guessed at all. We were sitting in Muhammad's house uh, recording another podcast, which, by the way, we will get to plugs at the end. And he will tell you about it. It's great. I've seen it before. Yeah. Uh, We were recording that. And he said, you know, I really like wrestling. And for comparison, my relationship with wrestling is at some point I used to watch Undertaker. (laughs) But I have watched a lot of videos about wrestling, even yeah. though I haven't watched a lot of wrestling. Not just Super High Patch Wolf, I've seen other stuff as well. Like I saw the alleged sexual abuser Max Landis's thing on Triple H. Oh, yeah. Wrestling isn't wrestling. Yeah, wrestling isn't wrestling. And um, I, I, mean, I might have actually been the person that sent that to you. No, no, you weren't. No? Uh-huh. Uh, I had watched his Superman... Lives. Yeah, I know that. Not Superman Lives. It's very... Death of Superman. Death of Superman. Uh, Superman Lives is the Burton movie that never no. got made. And Nicolas Cage was supposed to be Superman. Well, he still played that Superman in the new Flash movie, in case you didn't know. I didn't know that! Fuck! He's in the new Flash movie, in case you haven't Okay. Done. We're gonna download the new Flash movie. I don't. I have no intention of seeing this movie. Like literally, I I don't think I really like it, even though it has Michael, Michael Keaton. And uh, those of you who know know I love Burton's Batman, but I think they fucking ruined it here. I'm sure. But I mean, Nick Cage as Superman. I have to see that, dude. I I've got to see it. Anyway. Anyways, while this downloads in the background. Um, legally, 
By uh, the way, I'm gonna change my drink to the sparkling water, but it's apple. Ah, nice. Essence. So there you go. Oh my! Oh my God. Okay. Give me some napkins. Here you go. I did not think that. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. Oh my God! Did it drop the? That I can't. Okay, for those of you who don't know what just happened. Uh, it was a sparkling water and it blew everywhere. Blew it slowly. Blew it everywhere. Anyway. Anyway, so yeah, wrestling. Like, I used to watch Undertaker. I don't really have a lot of... I used to play uh, the WWE video games. Uh-huh. Which one of them you could have a career mode in? Like a in PS2. A lot of them, like... So in PS2, it started with the SmackDown games, like we had three of them, I think. By the way, I'm going to also change my drink. It's, uh, it's watermelon flavor. Cantaloupe drink with no, chia seeds. Yeah, cantaloupe drink. I think it's good, but don't quote me. I'm going to quote you on it. What, what are they going to do to you if I quote you on it? Uh, so we had three SmackDown games back on PS2. Okay. Then it turned to SmackDown versus Raw, and those games went on till it turned into WWE, and then it became WWE 2K because 2K bought the rights when THQ mm-hmm. went bankrupt. I also played a lot of wrestling games when I was a kid. I usually played the manager mode in those games. Is that the career mode? It's kind no. Career mode is different. So in career mode, you picked a wrestler. You, you made a wrestler. Or you made one. And then you uh, went into the different storylines with different people. Oh. They basically deleted that mode in like SmackDown vs. Raw 2008, I think. Or 2009. Oh yeah. That's sad. They deleted it. Then they... It was like a wrestling RPG. Yeah. Then they did something called WWE Universe Mode. And you know, that was kind of what I wanted from those games. So You play a manager, isn't it? You play as a manager and a booker. So you, for example, put The Rock with The Undertaker and you put them in your feud and you do those matches. An Undertaker and... should be. I guess so. Don't you know about the streak? Of course I know about the streak. You know who broke the streak? Yeah. Brock Laser. The ugliest fucking wrestler to have ever lived. Do you know who Bork Laser's wife is? No. Sable. Do you know who Sable is? No. Okay. Sable was the dame of WWE back in the day. Brock Lesnar. Just put in Sable. Wife. I don't know how to spell that. Is that her? Yeah, she's really old now. But back so is Brock Lesnar, I mean. No, she's even older than Brock, like by oh. six, seven years. Okay. So yeah, I really don't like the fact that this motherfucking <laughs> beast. You know, the, oh my God, I'm going to tell you a story that's a little bit personal. Okay. I remember exactly the night's. That WrestleMania 30 happened, which the streak was broken. Um, I back then I used to watch it 
watch WWE really profusely. And uh, I was a big Undertaker fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I came home. WrestleMania 30. Is, so if you don't know, we live in Iran. So there's a big time difference between uh, the events happening at a pay-per-view or a Raw or SmackDown or whatever. And uh, when we can see it. So Legally. <laughs> legally. Yeah, exactly. So... Those events happen in the morning, like 6, 7 a.m. They finish up. And back then I went to school. Actually, it was my concours year. Oh. Yeah. I was like, okay, I have, I know I have to study, but I'm going to watch WrestleMania. I went into the legally, mm-hmm. legal website <laughs> that I want to download the pay-per-view. I started downloading it. My speed wasn't really that good. And yeah. then I scrolled down. The first comment was, I cannot believe Undertaker lost. <laughs> My heart sank at that moment. I was like, what? To who? No, I knew to who. Oh. Because the match was obviously set before the time. But I was like, you can't be serious. So I went to this website called WrestleZone.com and I searched and I searched and I couldn't believe my eye. The Undertaker streak ends at 21. Undertaker loses. It was such a surreal experience. I can never forget. And his last big one was uh, with Roman Reigns. No, he had matches after that too. No, but his big one. No. I mean, it's the one where he couldn't sit up. Yeah, it's the one where he couldn't move. I I know I never actually watched that match. It was too sad for me. Yeah, I mean he's fifty fucking years old. But yeah, that's apparently he's like a really cool guy. Like the not. I told you about Wrestling Court, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the he was uh, the judge of Wrestling Court. Basically, so if you don't know, in case if you want to know, um. In the locker room, there was, there was, or I don't know if there still is, this hierarchy of wrestlers. And, okay, we all know that wrestling isn't real, okay? We all know that. Yeah. But, some of the rivalries and some of the heat that happens can become real. Yeah, I like, Andre the Giant really hated, uh, yeah, yeah. Who? Ah, uh, the uh, Slim into Slim Jim. Oh, M- Macho Man, Randy Macho Savage. Macho Man, Randy Savage, yeah. Like, I know Under the Giant really hated him. So, in the wrestling biz, the wrestling terms, what, what we call that is a shoot. Mm. So, what happens is, for example, um, the, re- the most recent shoot that I can think of was CM Punk doing that um, all-out brawl, whatever that was. And he did some shots on AEW All-Stars. Mm. It's complicated. I'm not going to get into it. But anyway, um, all of these rivalries and heated debates and such would be settled in a wrestling court behind the scenes in the locker room. And the head of the, that, um, that what was it? Court, court was The Undertaker. He yeah. was... And still is one of the most respected figures out there. Maybe yeah. the most respected figure. Yeah. Figure. I like him a lot. He's cool. 
I, yeah. I can't do like that. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so there is that. By the way, uh, despite, like, I don't hate wrestling and I love people who love wrestling. The problem is that, okay, this is where we get political. <laughs> I can't stand Vince McMahon. I think Vince Me McMahon neither. is what is uh, Vince McMahon to wrestling is what like FIFA is to football. I think the man was a genius back in the day. Like I can't deny Mr. McMahon the per- persona was one of the most influential characters in wrestling history. Like the evil business. The girl. evil businessman. He basically invented that character. Yeah, and like. Uh, Steve Austin was his biggest rival. Yeah. Um, I mean, those were the heydays of wrestling. And when I say the heyday, I didn't even start watching those days because, Jesus, I'm 27. Oh, yeah, I was born during the Attitude Era. Um, Attitude was after. Attitude Era is from 97 to 2001. So, yeah, it's post Hogan. Hogan, Hogan was in WCW back then, doing NWO, New World Order, brother. Uh, uh, like, okay, uh, what was it? There was something. Um, it, okay, I knew it wasn't WWE. It was WCW. No, 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 no. No? No. There was something they lost the lawsuit on. It was with WWF, which is Worldwide... No. WWF. It was World Wrestling Federation. World Wrestling Federation. Is... uh, I'm sorry, I'm downloading something to the speed. Oh, yeah. Worldwide Worldwide Fun. For Nature. Yeah. They also lost it to that. Yeah, it's so funny. (laughs) Like, yeah, we have a World WWF. Yeah, Worldwide Fun for Nature. (laughs) The wrestling federation that Macho Man used to say a lot. Uh, I don't know, man. Wrestling is such a bizarre topic. You know what wrestling is like? Especially like theater. <laughs> no, it is. I know it's like you it's have like the audience. Theater. You have the audience. You have the acting, the dialogue. Obviously, you have. It's basically the ultimate form of theater. You, you know, yeah. the perfect wrestler has got to have perfect physique, uh, perfect agility. I don't know, perfect mic skills, dialogue. Yeah, the ability to like have I dialogue. know because I watched that um, Super High Patch Wolf video on Roman Reigns. I know one of the problems with Roman was that he was really bad at the mic. Yeah. And in contrast to him, John Cena was apparently really good. Yes, John Cena was a lot better at those. I haven't seen it. I'm not, I, first of all, I don't like the Roman Reigns for many obvious reasons. Apparently it's better now. Still, the whole shtick with the Samoan thing is not my thing. Oh. But... What, you don't like The Rock either? <laughs> Should I like The Rock? Yep. The Rock didn't... The Rock back in WWE was a lot more sincere, I think, than what he is now. What he is now is Black Adam. What he is now is... What he is now is Corporate Rock. Yeah. Oh my god, talking corporate, there's only one corporate guy. 
Triple H. Oh, right. It's literally... Corporate. Corporate. And apparently, weirdly enough, Vince McMahon's daughter. Yeah, I mean, they are married. Yeah. Do you know how they're married? I, I remember the uh, Max Landis thing that he apparently got her drunk, kidnapped her, and married her. And I'm like, what the... Why... I mean, this is in storyline. They really got married like a year or two after. Like they started their dating during that storyline. It's really funny. <laughs> what the fuck? And Vince McMahon, I really, I really hate him. I really hate how he treats his wrestlers. By the way, like one of the most heartbreaking things I've seen I don't know if you remember it or not was uh, Roddy Piper oh oh man yeah I know uh, I, I was one of the biggest out of all the classic wrestlers from the 80s I'm actually the fan biggest fan of Roddy 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 Piper and right now it's Roddy Ronda Rousey I yeah. think uh, she took the Ronda nickname. took the nickname anyways Roddy Piper uh, sort of retired from wrestling then realized he has no pension he has nothing went back to wrestling and fucking died not on the ring by the way but you know yeah, because of the injuries there's this really I talk about the interview sad yeah it's like I'm not gonna turn. I'm not gonna make I'm 60 I'm never gonna make it to 60 he did not make it to 60 because by the way there's a weird thing he says in that interview that um when I get to 60, I get my pension. I'm not going to make it to 60. You know what pension he's talking about? Yeah, I know. It's not even for the fucking wrestling. It's for the Eskrin Actors Guild. It's for SAG because he was in Daylift. Yeah, he was in a bunch of movies. Yeah, there. and so like even the pension that he's supposed to get isn't from fucking McMahon. If because there is no union at the wrestling yeah. business. And like he uh, treats them as separate contractor. They're, they're not employees of the WWE. They're the uh, independent contractors that work with WWE. I mean, I think it has changed. I'm not sure on the business side. The last time I checked it was... I mean, right now it's even more of a shit show they got... Uh, they got a partnership with uh, UFC. Yeah, they didn't McMahon sell it, sell like a majority of stock to UFC. I, I mean, did like you that. have you seen the man? Yes, <laughs> it was exactly at, that's that yeah. was the event that he was talking about. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm like I'm really happy about this. There, there was this quote that I never forget. I don't know who said it, but maybe it was a comment on a forum or something. It was like. Wrestling is one of the harshest businesses you can go into because 95% of wrestlers are um, people who work in indies and amateurs who oh, yeah. never get anywhere. And then there's a 5% that Gets go to the biggest everywhere. companies in the world like WWE or AEW or whatever. It is bad. Yeah. And... I don't think there's a way to fix it. I mean, there's a way to fix the big companies. There is a way to for the fucking wrestlers to don't die. Uh, it's just... It's a cruel thing. Like, the, um, 
there's this phenomena I can I think you can say which uh, so there was a journalist from ESPN or some other place that started investigating on why so many wrestlers die so young oh and there are many like if you go to there's a Wikipedia page I visit that page a couple of years ago I think and there were we had wrestlers from ages 20, 21 to 22 till, I don't know, 50, 60. I mean, most of them were from either injury-related issues or drug-related issues or... I know one of them, and I'm, I'm not going to say it. Because, double murder-suicide. Yeah, double murder-suicide. I'm not going to say who it was, but I know that story, and it's fucking... Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, and to the fact that even like they knew about what a fucking psychopath he was he didn't uh, i can name him can i no 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 i mean i you can I, i'm trying not to because i don't really like yeah it's okay so uh by all accounts he wasn't that bad but he turned bad during the final years because all all the headbutts he took like he had mm-hmm. Apparently, during the autopsy, they said he had the brain of an eight-year-old, which is horrifying. Yeah. On so many levels. I mean, people talk about, like, football and, like, American football, that being very dangerous because and con- all. Because of concussion. Yeah, yeah, and it's true. Like, maybe we shouldn't make athletes do that. But the thing is, though, if, because we know wrestling isn't real, people think that, oh, the injuries isn't real. But the injuries are fucking real. The injuries are real. The welts are real. Uh, like, they hit each other. They just don't hit each other as hard as you might think they hit each other. There's a theatrical side to it. Yeah. But, like, but people, they still do get, get... people do get injured in theater, too. Like, I remember my former crush injures his bu- her bum. <laughs> No, she really did. You know, so uh, <laughs> we went to her show. Yeah. And if you remember, she had a walker. She had a walking did stick. Did she sleep? Huh? Did she sleep? I don't know what happened, but when I was talking to her a couple of weeks after we went to her show, she was like, yeah, I injured my bum when I was training <laughs> and I had to use a walker for that show. <laughs> so, yeah, injuries happen all the time. Yeah, but yeah, you know, since wrestling, well, is fake. People feel like, oh yeah, it doesn't matter. It's not as dangerous, and so that kind of gives a leeway to Vince McMahon to be as big of a shithead as he wants to be. I think it's more he he is more a product of a very very different time, which is the eighties. But the problem is that that product. Like, people were made to be... You know, the type of wrestler Vince McMahon likes. It's like beefy, beefy Yeah, guys. it's Brock Lesnar. This Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns or, I don't know, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, the... <laughs> the Super Archive says that he has a very uh, objectifying view of, like, the male body. And the female body. Oh, yeah, actually. I mean, of course... <laughs> But uh, let's not get into like diva fights. You know about diva search, right? Diva searcher? What's that? Oh my god. 
Uh, so, <laughs> nearly 20 years ago, almost exactly 20 years ago, WWE did a program called Diva Search. So, it was kind of a reality oh my God. thing where they oh my brought in models God. and they tried to turn them into wrestlers. But they didn't do any model stuff. Like, they, they weren't... Uh, they didn't do any wrestling stuff. They... It was about wearing bikinis and people voting on them. And Jesus. Yeah. Fuck you, Vince. <laughs> fuck you. Like, really, really, fuck you. And your fucking daughter. <laughs> You're both. The Macman family is a problem. Yeah, I guess it is. Anyway. Uh, I'm pretty sure he changed his fucking face in order to. <laughs> he is truly an old man a product of a different time he's an asshole even by 80 standards he's an asshole but yeah i have to agree even by 80 standards he was an asshole i mean like have you seen behind the scenes stuff which one like when brock lesnar threw his belt at yes yeah, yeah. like, fuck you uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's a strange creature. He's not even a human. Did you know he shared a birthday with Hideo Kojima? <laughs> <laughs> Hideo WWE Kojima. No, Hideo WWE game when? Uh, yeah. Oh my god. WWE, uh, wrestling in general is really weird. I do recommend those super eye patch videos. Oh yeah, yeah, they're really good. Like, uh, there's one on Undertaker. There's one on Undertaker. There's one on Bray Wyatt, if I remember right. There's one on Roman Reigns. The Roman Reigns one is the recent one, and I really liked it. I think it was really good. It encompasses a lot of other things as well. It talks about Sami Zayn also. Mm, yeah. And uh, Kevin Owens. Oh. Who, who was your favorite? Your favorite wrestler was The Undertaker. Yeah. Mine is probably Daniel Bryan, I have to say. Who is Daniel Bryan? Oh, yeah, the bearded guy. Yeah. That looks like he's been starving himself. He was a vegan at one point. Oh, fucking. <laughs> um, I, I know about him. He actually is in the Woman Reigns video. He's yeah, a major. He was an integral part to the story early on. Yeah, Daniel but Bryan. Apparently, people, uh, when the woman won, they were chanting for Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the things that happened. And I, in all honesty, I just fell out of the wrestling train a long time ago. I do I follow it from time to time, but the whole politics around it is so dirty and so. Oh, it is. So I don't know. Like one of the things disgusting. people respect the Undertaker about is the fact that he wasn't uh, politicking. Politicizing. No, no, he wasn't politicking. Like, in, uh, he wasn't trying to, uh, like, he wasn't greedy in holding to titles yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, yeah, let's bring newer wrestlers. Like, people respected him about that. Unlike another certain free letter named wrestler, Triple H. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant Hulk Hogan. Because that doesn't work for me, brother. Oh my god, Hulk Hogan is a joke. I never got. The, um, Appeal. the allure of Hulk Hogan. I mean, it was a different era. Hulk Hogan is probably the first major star that the WWE... At that point, I think it was F. Yeah, at that point, it was WWF. I think it was the 
first major star. Yeah, I get that he was the all-American hero that everyone you know, looked up to. I think he's Swedish. No, he's American. <laughs> but, like... Like, I know his uh, big break came... Because I watched the documentary on Under the Giant. And, like, half of the documentary is about fucking Hulk Hogan. I'm like, okay. Because he makes everything about himself, brother. <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck? It's about Andre the Giant. The man's life was incredibly sad. Um, he died around 30, I think. Not no, because... It was 40-something. But he died, sure? he died really young because... It was in 1991 or 1992? 1946 to 1993. 1946 to 1993. Dude, he was 30. No. No, he was 40. 40. Yeah. He was 47. Yeah, 47. Uh, he was like... Not because... This time I can't really... I mean, I, I will self-blame Vince McMahon. Uh, because he literally exploited the poor guy, but... Um, he did die because of his other medical injuries. He wasn't supposed to, like even live as long as he did yeah but like under the giant was the reason hulk hogan became famous because under the giant was so famous he was one of the reasons yeah but not the main one i mean he's the that match with andre, uh, andre was, was the moment that just wrestling bloomed basically yeah i like i like under the giant i like princess bride he was really good in it yeah it's a decent movie. <laughs> it's a really good movie. Fuck you. <laughs> it's not just a decent... Like, it's one of the reasons I kind of respect Rob Reiner. Like, this and When Harry Met Sally. Those two are enough for any director to have in his resume. And he has both. Yeah. Um, there's a certain, like, love in them. <laughs> certain lightheartedness. But anyway, wrestling. So, yeah, we talked a lot about wrestling. Yeah, for by the way, weirdly enough, did you notice, like... Okay, let's talk about wrestling to acting transitions. Undertaker never really had one. I know he was in uh, one of the Hulk Hogan movies, uh, Suburban Commando. I don't know about that. You don't know about Suburban Commando? <laughs> Why don't you know about this very famous movie? It is a very famous... If you... Suburban... Commando. It's this movie. Okay, let me bring up. I really hate that Google's new interface. It doesn't show the poster anymore. This is it. Suburban Commando. Yeah, it looks very... Hulk Hogan, Christopher Lowe, Shelley Duvall. Poor Shelley Duvall. Poor Shelley Duvall. Oh my... go through Kubrick's torture. I mean, poor Shelley Duvall. I mean, imagine you go to Kubrick literally basically abusing you then to a bunch of shit do a lot of great uh, By the way, i like kubrick a lot but that doesn't make it oh yeah, yeah that doesn't make it okay that performance is great that doesn't still make it okay uh, the way uh, he treated her yeah i know it's like oh but it's for the art i'm like yeah she didn't want to do it like it's okay if she had gone okay yeah push me as much as you can she didn't told tell him you can't do that to me but he still did it. It's not okay. I don't give a shit if that's a good performance. Because that good performance came out of this woman's fucking mental health. And like, imagine do a bunch of shit and then do a lot of good uh, 
roles like in Nashville, in Annie Hall, and still get no recognition. And then when you're old, fucking Dr. Phil comes to publicly humiliate you. Do you know about that? No. Okay, I'm going to send it to you later. Uh, Dr. Phil basically exploited Shelley Duvall. Uh, and her, she has issues. a bit of a I- issue. Yeah. I mean, understandably issues. Uh, self-image problem uh, and a lot of that. And Dr. Phil basically exploited that. I mean, he's an asshole. I really don't like him either. Phil McGraw. But anyways, he is in it. I think. By the way, the headline is The Undertaker <laughs> Calls Suburban Commando the worst <laughs> movie ever. Here he is, Mike Calloway, The Undertaker. What was his name before he became The Undertaker? Dirty Mike? Uh, let me. No, it was something else. It was really funny. Mean Mike, mean Mike Calloway. Mean Mike? Yeah. I, I mean, he's been like so much. He's been uh, Undertaker for so long. He is The Undertaker. Like, even his Wikipedia page isn't his name. It's The Undertaker. But yeah, he was Kane the Undertaker, Commando, Mark Callis, Mean Mark Callis. Mean Mark Callis, yeah. The Punisher, Texas <laughs> Red, and then the Undertaker. But yeah. Um, acting transition. Acting, acting transition. Like, Undertaker never did. Hulk Hogan obviously did. Made a, made a lot of shit. The biggest problem is Hulk Hogan isn't a good actor. Um, he never was. John Cena obviously did. Uh, and... I mean, The Rock. Obviously. A lot of them did. Steve Austin had a bunch of movies. He was, in the, he was in The Longest Yard, the remake with uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah. yeah. The one I remember was... There was this action movie with Steven Seagal, I think? Oh, my God. Let me... Steve he Austin. was also in the first Expandables. I remember this. Oh, one. yeah. I mean, everyone was in Expendables, uh, but the longest yard the is condemned. In, the condemned. Was it with? No, it's Vinnie Jones. I I don't know any of them. I think he was the biggest star there. Then there's Damage. I, I I think I've seen. So I've seen the Expendables, obviously. I've seen Grown Ups too. I think I've seen Knockout too. Knockout. Yeah, it was a really bad boxing movie. Oh. I've seen The Longest Yard. There is a bunch of wrestlers in that, actually. Really? Yeah. Uh, there is... Not, no, not Nelly. Uh, there There's was the Terry big guy. Cruz. Terry Bill Cruz. Goldberg, you mean. Uh, Bill Goldberg? Yeah, Goldberg. No, not him. Goldberg, Goldberg. Uh, him. Oh, Great Kali. The, the Great Kali. He was in it. Uh, there's, of course, Steve... Austin in it. Of it. <laughs> Brian Bosworth is in it. Kevin Nash is in it. Kevin Jesus, Nash. A lot of wrestlers. Um, I mean James Cromwell is in it. Poor James Cromwell. Yeah, honestly, yeah, poor James Cromwell. I mean, he was really good in uh, Succession. Have you seen? What? How many episodes haven't you seen? Oh shit, was it was funeral one of them? I don't know. He's in it. I haven't seen the funeral. Oh yeah, he's pretty good in it. There is uh who's Bob Sapp? I don't know. He's a professional wrestler though. He's a mixed martial artist, I think. 
uh, David Patrick Kelly, Nicholas. It's okay, okay. It's okay. There's a lot of them, but anyways, uh, I mean there was. I think there was. It's an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, it's a, it's a remake, by the way. Adam by the is way, such a weird oh. human being. I'm by sorry. the way, do you remember the offer? Yes, the show. At the end of it, uh, the asshole Alwadi mm. went to make another movie with Burt Reynolds. It's the original fucking Longest Yard. That the movie he made after the uh, Godfather. Godfather. That he was acting like, yeah, I think. This movie is going to be so cool. It's like, yeah, the, f- the fucking longest yard. And I actually have seen the Adam Sandler one like a couple dozen times when I was a kid. It Why? Was, it was fun. Okay. I didn't understand American football at all, but it was like, ah. Big we group. run to the end of yeah. the field. But the original, I've seen the original one since then. It's not a good movie. Is it because I already is an asshole? Alwadi, I think he's overselling his accomplishments a little bit. Just a little. Just, I'm sure he was friends with the mafia. I'm sure he talked with Joe Colombo. I really doubt he was Joe Colombo's friend. Uh... He's Joe Colombo's friend to the extent that I am like Homayun Shajavian's friend. Wait, are you aren't? No. I wish you were. I'm not. Anyways, so, uh, like, a lot of them did, but the ones who actually had a career were, I think, John Cena and Rock and... Batista has a career. Batista! He's the best one of them, if I had to say. Like, I really liked his role in the Blade Runner movie. Yeah. He was really good in it. Yeah. He's also in Doom. Yeah, he's gonna be much bigger in yeah, uh, part, two. part two. Who's gonna be Sting? Uh, fuck. Wasn't it Christopher? No, Christopher. Not Christopher Walken is the emperor. I don't know who Sting is. Ah shit! It was some guy. Uh, like, oh, a Sting in Dune. What was his character's name? Fyodorka. Oh yeah, it's Austin Butler. Oh. Yeah, I I remember. Oh, it was someone like. Uh, okay. Austin Butler. It would have been funny if they had someone like I don't know, uh, Harry Styles or something. Oh yeah, it, another rock star. Yeah. If you know what would have been extremely funny, right? If they brought Sting back, <laughs> the only actors, no Kyle MacLachlan, no Sean Young, just Sting. No Patrick Stewart. No Patrick Sting. Just Sting. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean I'm, I. Christopher Walken is a great actor. I really do. I genuinely love him. And when he dies, which probably any day, I'm oh, going to be very old. sad. He? Dude, he's very old. I want to talk like 80. Christopher Walken. He's 80. He still has like 10 years left. Christopher Plummer died when he was like 90, 91. Yeah, Christopher Lee died when he was 93. <laughs> has a couple years with American healthcare it might be a bit hard but you know yes yeah I mean uh, like to be honest and this is me just being uh, very mean spirited I think they lost a lot of casting um, 
Opportunities. Opportunities. Like, come on, bring Carl McLaughlin back. As the Emperor. As the Emperor, yeah. He was the original Paul. It would have been fun, I guess. And, I don't know. Like, Carl McLaughlin is a really good fucking actor, too. Of course, yes. There is uh, a reason Lynch loves know. him as much as he does. Uh, I think... Villeneuve. How do you say that? Dennis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. I think uh, Mr. Villeneuve does want to step away from that Lynch tune as far as he can. That's why he hasn't recast anyone. That's why a lot of the shot. Like, how many similarities were between 1984 Dune and Dune Denis Villeneuve? Not much. Not much. Yeah. So he is trying to step away from But, that. you know, just a nice reflect, bring him as... He could have played instead of Oscar Isaac. No, he was too old, I think. Kyle McLaughlin. He's the beard. something It's good. I don't know. He could have I'm, played the... Uh, I'm happy with the choices they have. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're not bad. Javier Bardem is in it. Yeah. King Triton, as we call him. <laughs> I call him the... uh, What was the name in No Country for Old Men? Anton Sugar. Anton Sugar. Anton Sugar? Sugar? What's Sugar? Uh, What thing is it going to be? Fando. (laughs) I don't know. I love that movie. It's a modern western. New western, you might say. No, no. It's modern. Uh, I mean, it's my own definition, to be honest. It's not like... Your like we suck. have classical western we have spaghetti western and we have modern western and basically if you want to make a note of it it's yeah. the classical western hero is always just is always good classical western hero is never good spaghetti western, spaghetti western hero is uh, not good but he is still uh, heroic in the sense that he does have abilities that the other person may not have in like so what you're listening to right now is actually Ali's thesis for yeah his, probably it's gonna be my, my master's uh, it's gonna be my thesis for my masters but then we have modern western in which the hero is not even that the hero has no extraordinary abilities like killing his food in the arm for given one of the funniest moments in any western movie he can't shoot he can't shoot boy he can't shoot uh, Gene Hackman. He tries to shoot him. He got his gun jams, and at that moment, I feel like oh, the worst thing is like uh, assassination of Jesse James by the oh, coward yeah. Robert Ford. It's literally in the name. The coward Robert Ford shoots him it's in the back. Also, bad movie. I fucking love that movie. Yeah, I don't like that. I really like it. It's really good, and like No Country for Old Man, our hero, Josh Brolin, is a fucking coward who can't shoot yeah and that ultimately spoiler alert yeah, leads to his death yeah and like that's like in also in True Grit uh, the 2010 one not, not the original uh, one have you seen Hell or High Water yeah I've seen Hell or High Water yeah that's also that's also another I mean that's one. more classical though I think because there there are elements of all of them like it, the movie has three heroes so yeah. there's Jeff Bridges and there's a two brothers I mean technically No has... Country for Old Man also has oh, oh. Yeah, sorry. two heroes Tommy Lee Jones is the main yeah, character yeah the main character by the way rest in peace Cormac McCarthy he died recently yeah so did Milan Kundra yeah Milan Kundra also died and also uh, like Alan Arkin also died 
Don't even keep I don't King died. Yeah. What the fuck is happening? People gobbled and they died. Fahima Fahajami died. I don't think people care about her right now. I do. She was in my favorite Iranian movie of all time. Mother. Mother. Ali Hatami's mother. No, Darren Aronofsky's There's also another Korean movie called Mother. Which is directed by Bong Joon-ho. It's actually yeah. a really good movie. But anyways, we are, we've talked for one hour and 45 minutes. I think that's enough. What do you think? Is if there anything? If you want, we can talk even more. No, we can't. Literally. Because if we pass the two hour mark, I can't use headline. <laughs> so we still have 15 minutes. Is there anything you haven't mentioned that you want to mention? Honestly, this was fun. Thank you. But not really. Mm. Is there anything you want to plug? Oh, I should plug that. Well, we had a podcast <laughs> that was called Wait, I've Seen It Before. I hope we continue to download the line, but there are currently 11 episodes available. I hope yeah. Ali puts the link in the description. I will put a link in the description. And I think we had a fun time recording them. Yeah. Again, I hope I do hope we continue it. Me too. If only it was in one of our uh, grasp to continue it, if that person would edit it and would say, Ali, let's record it. If only <laughs> we could have done that. <laughs> Okay, I know, the blame is all on me. Yes. I'm and the blame for Yasp is all on Amiris because in both cases, I'm ready to fucking record. I can't Yeah. So, is there anything else you want to plug? Honestly, is there? I don't know. Do you want to? No, uh, life goes You can on. watch his movie. <laughs> you can put a link to your movie. Yeah, I made a movie. It, it's not good. I'm actually really ha- a lot happier with the play read that we did. Than oh, movie. yeah. Even though the play reading had a big issue in it in the name of Muhammad. Do I'm you think ban- he listens? No, I don't think he's listening. <laughs> I don't want to kick him in the face. Yeah, you have to get in line. <laughs> okay, so with that said, just a little bit of news on me. The thing that I didn't tell you hadn't happened yet. It's the first for this podcast. <laughs> Mama knows what I'm talking about. But also from that, probably at the end of next week, I'm going to start um, editing the video. So by the time the next season, season 10, I've been doing this for 10 fucking seasons. Dude. That's impressive. Thank you. Um, and... Okay, by the way, during that time, only one missed episode. And that was because I got COVID. Other than that, there was another time where I got like a couple of hours late. That but, it, it yeah. Okay. but the one missed episode, the one week I missed was because I had COVID. So, yeah. You could have written it and did an AI voice. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> AIs will not. By the way. This I'm going to say and then I'm going to sign off. And so by the time season 10 starts, I'm going to be knee deep in editing. Probably, probably also be working on the movie that I need to make. And Muhammad is going to be the producer of that, by the way. 
So, <laughs> so with that said, uh, the last thing is I'm really happy about the WGA and SAGAFRA fucking striking. It was such a fun news. It was one of the highlights of the week, I think. And I love it. I love it. Producers, you can go fuck yourselves. It's more like CEOs because, yeah, sure, producers. Executives, you can go fuck yourself. The executive class. You can go fuck yourself. Yeah, I agree with that. Hopefully, by the next time that I do a special chapter, we're going to have some good news on that front. Like, okay, let's eat David's laughs, love, and we can give a salary to the writers and it'll be okay. Mm, I wish we could do that, but I don't think that's possible. Yeah, he's going to be tough. Okay, I'm going to say something because this came up. Did you see that Bobby Kotick and Nintendo's CEO salary, the amount of salary they have? Bobby Kotick, I know. What the fuck does he do? $250 million. Yeah, David Zaslav also had $250. Uh, the, the CEO of Nintendo's salary, how much do you think it was? Was it more than Kotick? What do you think? It's Japan, dude. It was more than Kotick. It was a four, 300... No, it was two and a half million dollars. Seriously? Yeah. What the fuck does Kotick do? Seriously. What does he contribute to Activision? Nothing. Like... And yet, he's still gonna bag another 400 or 500 million after the Microsoft deal goes through. I'm sorry. Capitalism. Such a good system, right? Uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. When has it worked? I'm not gonna even go into it. Okay. I will see you in three weeks at the beginning of season 10, unless the internet connection fucks up so bad because it is possible because we are arriving at the uh, anniversary of what the fuck they did. And so unless that becomes a problem, I'm going to see you all in three weeks at the start of the season 10. Thank you, Mohammed, for appearing on this episode with me. It was incredibly fun. Check the description for Wait, I've Seen It Before. Talk to you all later.